everybody. I'm Storm Team 2 Chief Meteorologist Rob Fowler with a very special edition of our Get to Know podcast this week. Now, last Friday, we had a chance to talk to James Quinn and his wife, Maria Camacho Quinn, about their daughter, Jasmine, and her mindset going into the 100-meter hurdles at the Olympics. Well, two days later, last Sunday, Olympic gold was in Jasmine's hands in blistering speed. It was amazing, and I hope you got a chance to see it. But we do have a chance to listen to the conversation before she got the gold medal in this week's podcast, Get to Know. Hope you enjoy it. I'm just so ready to see her run, you know, and she's excited. Like, she's ready. Jasmine Camacho Quinn, take note. Everybody's just ready to see her, especially in Puerto Rico. They're partying tonight. I wish I was there, but I'm going to party here. She's kind of been to herself, just preparing herself mentally. She's, you know, she says she's ready. Yeah. She, she's ready. She's ready to go. Yeah. She yeah. just got to go out there and do what she got to do. You know, I know the nerves kick in, but she'll be fine. She'll be fine. I would have loved to see her run, but, you know, it is what it is. Just watching her on TV. It, it, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not nervous now. I mean, I know she'll do good. Um, finals, then I'll get nervous. <laughs> That's going to be real. Yeah, I've just been nervous myself, and I'm not even the one running. <laughs> <laughs> and Maria, I know you, and of course, I know your husband too, but Maria, I know you from Toys for Tots, and you are the, the backbone of Toys for Tots and have been for many, many years. And a lot of folks may also know that your daughter, Jasmine Camacho Quinn, running in the Olympics, and your son, Robert, plays football. So, uh, there's a lot of uh, a great genes in the family in terms of athletics, but tell us about, you know, how long you've been in Charleston and, and what this experience has been like living here in the low country. I moved here um, back in 1985. I went to, um, it was called Baptist College then, but it's Charleston Southern now. And I was there on a track scholarship. That's where I met him chasing him around the track. <laughs> who, who won? I guess you both won. I did. <laughs> um, he did hurdles, so that's probably what Jazzy get it from, because I didn't do hurdles. I did the sprints and jump. But yeah, I just stay in South Carolina. You know, I go home and visit to New Jersey, but I pretty much stay here. And you are Puerto Rican also, and Jasmine is running for Puerto Rico, has run in the Olympics uh, for Puerto Rico. Um, that's got to make you proud on both ends, American and the hey, Puerto Rican she's connection. Living, she's living my dream. I never made it there, so I got her to, you know, run for Puerto Rico. So what did you guys know that your kids were athletically inclined? Obviously, they got that from you guys, too. Jesse, like two and a half, three years old, we knew Jesse was going to be something. She was tough, especially growing up with three brothers. Um, Robert, Robert was going to be a skateboarder. That's what he wanted. To be. <laughs> That's a big skateboarder. And I don't know how many he broke, but yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, then, let's talk about Robert because uh, I remember watching him play football uh, at Fort Dorchester High School and he and Carlos Dunlap are on the same team. I thought that was almost unfair to other teams. <laughs> Those are the twin towers. They were hurting them people out there. <laughs> You can answer too, you know. Oh, you got it right now. <laughs> so, so when did Robert pick up football? I guess uh, he probably was was growing, and and we talked about you know Jasmine. Um, 
you knew when she was much younger that she was going to be something. When did you kind of figure out Robert would potentially be an NFL pro football player? Well, we didn't know about the NFL part, yeah. but he, he started when he was in the seventh grade. And it, <laughs> it was so funny. I guess his first day out there, he had his pads on backwards as far as the knee pads are falling out of his pants. <laughs> I'm looking like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> he had to learn everything. He, he learned it. And I've, and then you couldn't stop him after that. He was, uh, well, he was on the sideline. And I remember I went and talked to the coach. and said, man, you could at least put him on a kickoff or something. So that's how that went his first year. His second year is, I guess, when things got going. He was on JB then. And actually, he played linebacker. He played linebacker uh, when he went to JB. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that was his ninth. Freshman that was his freshman year. Also, he had a little bit of experience running the football when he was, <laughs> when he was in ninth grade. Yeah. He ran the ball a couple of games, man. It, it, it was funny. He was he was he was moving in. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't playing the Earl Campbell. He was doggone doing the Emmett Smith. Stop. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> so when did when did he realize that maybe running back wasn't for him? That you know, linebacker no. or defensive lineman was where he was gonna end up. Yeah, well, yeah, because he shot up uh, his tip. Ninth, tenth oh, grade, he got so big. I was like, "Yeah, like Jeez. his neck went from this to this." Okay. So that's I'm when they, him good. That's when they decided to stick him out. I guess him on the outside. He did play linebacker until his tenth grade. Tenth grade. When did he go to varsity? Tenth, eleventh, tenth. Tenth. Yeah. When we went to varsity, that's when they they moved him from JV and they put him on the outside. Him and Carlos. So. Yeah. I think I was eleven. Yeah, them. Oh, that was eleventh grade, Jim. When he went to. Line, I mean, defensive end. Well, I remember when Carlos actually returned kicks. Did Robert ever return kicks as well, uh, the kickoff? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, because when Carl, that's when Carlos did that. That was when um, Somerville. Somerville game. Yeah. And he did it at 4 2. Yeah. But yeah. that's the year that Rob, that's the year that Rob was not. No, when Carlos graduated a year before. To the year before. Okay, so that was the one. Okay. Yeah, I remember when they were, I think there was a year lapse uh, between the yeah. two. Yeah, that's right. He graduated first. So how about your other kid? Tell us about uh, your other boys. Go ahead. Which one you Miguel? want? Miguel? <laughs> well, Miguel, no, he's done good. He ran track. He ran track up with me. Um, yeah. Wow, well, he was a part of the. 2010 state champion team finished second in the hundred that year. The four by one, we won. Um, he won. He wound up. He went to um, a junior college out in California, Sequoias, where he played football and ran track. Mm -hmm. Actually, and I couldn't believe he was doing this. I, I drove cross country to see this. I just wanted to see the country. He was running on the four by four, and I tried to get him to run under me. Under he wouldn't do it, and he went out there and ran the four by four for the school he was in. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe this. And ran good. <laughs> ran and ran a good time, <laughs> decent time. Yeah. Um, then he, he left there and went on to uh, finish up at Winston-Salem State, which he did graduate and get his degree. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he tried out for the league, but just didn't work out. Just yeah. didn't work out. He could have been another Olympian running for Puerto Rico, but you know, you gotta make up your own choice. So we let them make their own choices, what they want to do. 
Well, it's amazing, just the family unit and, and all the stories you can tell about all of them growing up, and now look at what they've all achieved in, in their own right. Now, Maria, let's talk about Toys for Tots, because that's really how I got to know you. And you, um, what people don't know, the Marines, it's their program, but you have to have this amazing group of volunteers to help run the program. And, and you, I think we would call you the queen bee in terms of running the Toys for Tots program. How did that all start in terms of becoming part of that? Well, you know Derek. Absolutely. So Derek is my husband's best friend. That's why we call each other brother and sister, you know. Um, and he kept begging me to come and come. And I finally just went went there and tried it. I said, well, this ain't too bad. You know, it got hectic after a while because I was like, oh my God, what's going on? But that's how it started. And I like doing it, you know, especially for the ones that can't speak English. I can at least translate and help them out. So, yeah. And that's a huge help, but it, I, I'll brag on you, Maria, because uh, when people come in and register, you guys just treat everybody with great respect, and yeah. and and all we want to do is help the kids out during Toys for Tots and Christmas season. And I know you you've been a big part of this for a long time, and and I know I personally say thank you for everything you've done. I've been involved about 34, 35 years, and I think you've been there along the way almost the entire Ooh. time. Ooh. You said how many years? I've only actually been there two years. How two many years? years? Been I've been well about thirty-five years. Wow, Maria, seems like you've been there a lot longer. You I know. Well, we I used to stop by there when Derek would be at the Citadel Mall. Yes, but I was I wasn't working though. But now yeah. you're now you're working big time. Now I'm involved. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. tell our audience what that's like when you get to you know hand over toys to to kids that may not have them otherwise. You're right. You know, sometimes I feel sorry for the parents, you know, that are not, not able to buy these kids any type of toys or anything. So, you know, we do the best that we can for every family. You know, last year was very rough. You know, it kind of hurt, but we just couldn't do it. And then, um, but I mean, I, I love meeting the new people and they always remember me and they always remember my name. I don't know why, but they always remember Maria. <laughs> so, and a lot of them just start speaking Spanish as soon as they see me. So, but yeah, I'm willing to help out again this year and continue as long as I can. And I know for you, it's a family event because you have your grandkids that come on by and, and they always stop by and help out too and, and really yeah, contribute. I put my granddaughter to work, I put Naysia to work. <laughs> Jasmine, too, when she had came home. Yeah. Just to help out. We need to help. We need help. So what's the to work, too. Oh, yeah. Well, what's what's the future for the kids now? What uh, what do you see for them in the future? I know Robert, uh, he's been playing in the league for a while. Jasmine's still running. Um, other kids are doing well. What, what do you guys see for the future? Rob, I guess when he retired, he <laughs> said, well, he's He's coming back South Carolina. He said he's going to build a house around here somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, Jazz, she loves Florida, so yeah. she said when she she'll stay in Florida. She said she's going to stay she's in Florida. Looking for a house out there. Um, Miguel, he's he's still working hard and getting himself. Well, he's doing pretty good. Yeah, and James too. And my oldest son, he's 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 doing real good. He's doing good. We got four, three boys, one girl. So. I got the grandkids too. You got the grandkids. I've seen them. So, so kind of to wrap this up, uh, if, if you guys, when you were thinking, 
years ago you have four kids and and now you look at them and and i know you're so proud of everything they've accomplished uh as a parent you've got to be again so proud of everything oh yeah very proud of them they they barely got in actually they didn't get in no trouble at all that i know of unless they hid it from me but they were good kids real good kids i don't know rob she tricked me <laughs> i stopped at once she kept tricking me up <laughs> She tricked you three more times. <laughs> yeah. No, Robert was a Hugo baby. <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> the storm. Well, I, I, we'll give her a pass a, a mulligan on that one because I think there are a lot of Hugo babies out there. <laughs> yeah. We ain't none We couldn't go nowhere. I I remember that well. Well, guys, thank you very much for spending a few minutes talking about your life with us. And we, we thank you guys both for being great uh, uh, members of this community. And uh, Maria, you know, I love you and, and Toys for Tots and how passionate you are about it. And I think we both share that passion. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for being guests on my podcast. And uh, we appreciate everything you guys continue to do for the community. Best of luck to all of you guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you final of the women's hundred hurdles. Camacho, Quinn and Harrison are going at it. Visser in orange on the right, they're there. Harrison and Camacho, Quinn. Now the Puerto Rican is pulling away. It's goal for Puerto Rico for the very first time. Jasmine Camacho, Quinn.